You're listening to the Parents of Hardworking Teens podcast episode 36 and today I'm going to share with you my thoughts and experiences on a topic that I have so many parents ask me about all of the time. What to do about an unmotivated teen. Now I know that the focus of this podcast is on parents of hardworking teens, but whether your teen is feeling unmotivated across the board in their study, or maybe they're just having a bit of a temporary slump, or perhaps they're struggling to get motivated for certain subjects or types of tasks, then there will likely be ideas in here that will be helpful. So stay tuned. I'm Katie Jones, and with over 15 years in education as an award-winning high school teacher, international external examiner, and as a study coach, I've helped thousands of students skyrocket their results and confidence. And this podcast is where I share all my insights, tactics, and tips with you, the parent, so you can help your hardworking team get happy, smart, and successful in their study, and have you both enjoy the journey along the way. This is the Parents of Hardworking Teens podcast. Hey VIPs, welcome to episode 36, one that I know a lot of you have been asking for, how to get your teen motivated. Now, I want to start off with a few key points here. Number one, this is, yes, the Parents of Hardworking Teens podcast. So honestly... I've held back from doing an episode on this for a while because I felt that it wasn't really 100% aligned with the focus of things, but I had a bit of an epiphany after I talked about this in response to a question that I got in the Q&A at the end of my recent parent webinar, which was something along the lines of, what if my teen's just not motivated? Like all of these tips, all of these strategies are great, but what if I just can't get them to study or want to take these things on? And after I answered, I realized with a lot more clarity than I'd ever really had before that actually the training and coaching I do with students and the strategies I share with parents are the solution to many causes of a lack of motivation. So in this episode, I'll explain exactly what I mean by all of that, because I know that some of you who listen to this podcast are doing so with the hope and the aim that if or when your teen does come around to wanting to give more to their study, then you'll have plenty of ways ready to go to help them, which is absolutely correct and good on you if that is you. And I also know that even the most committed students sometimes have these periodic slumps or have particular tasks or subjects that they just have less motivation for. So if any of these scenarios apply to you and your teen, then I hope that the things I'm going to share with you today, what I believe to be the three root causes of a lack of motivation may well be helpful. But before I get into those root three causes and what they are, the other key point I really want to mention, and I feel like I need to mention, is to let you know that I am no psychologist. And so if you think that there's more going on as to why your teen is feeling unmotivated, then for sure, seek professional help with that. 
I'm talking about motivation being a general feeling, specifically in relation to your teen's study, a situation that can potentially be changed by changing their experience of their study and how they see it and how they tackle it. Because I also think it could be helpful to you and to them to take the focus from them being unmotivated as a person to thinking about why they are feeling unmotivated, what is causing that so it's outside of them and therefore can also be solved. And so in terms of what I'm talking about here, feeling motivated or unmotivated is exactly that. It's a feeling and it can change. And really, like when we think about it, that's why YouTube is filled with motivational videos, whether those are inspiring stories or energizing music or motivational speeches. Those are things that have the power to change our state of mind or our emotional state in that moment, which is great. But generally, not always, but usually the impacts of that are temporary. We get a bit of a boost and that can serve us and be helpful to get things done in the moment. But, and this is just in my personal experience, treating the causes of a decline in motivation are more effective as long-term solutions. So there is a place for that temporary fix, the quick boost, but we're likely to need that every time we have a task that we're not motivated for if we don't address the root causes. And watching a particular or even a different YouTube video each time is not only going to use up more of our time in having to do that, and time is really something that we don't usually want to spend more of on something that we are unmotivated for, but I'd also predict that the effectiveness of doing that is going to wear off after a few goes as well. And so as a side note, if you are wondering about the difference between procrastination and motivation, then here's my thought on that. I think that there are some similarities for sure. And if you're curious to hear my take on why your teen procrastinates and how to get them over it, then definitely take a listen to episode two of the podcast, Why Your Teen Procrastinates, even though they want to get it done. Because for me... That is the key differentiator between the two. Procrastination is wanting to still get something done, but just feeling stuck in making that happen. Whereas motivation, in my opinion or my experience, is just not even really wanting to get it done at all. (laughs) So here are what I see as the three root causes of a lack of motivation in some of the students that I've worked with over the years. And some of these, like I said, do overlap with procrastination, but... I think another distinguishing factor is that a lack of motivation is a longer term consequence. It's where these three root causes are happening over and over. So it's going beyond just procrastinating over a task and actually turning into a lack of motivation, which is a great reason to catch them and take steps to address them as soon as possible, which is what I hope this episode will help you do. So number one is that they don't really know what they're supposed to be doing. So a student or your teen doesn't really know what they actually need to do. They don't feel clear or confident in understanding exactly what is required, what they really need to do. So think about this in terms of exercising or going to the gym. And I know I do use quite a lot of gym or sport analogies, but I kind of hope that something a lot more practical to think about is helpful. And they do all just seem to fit pretty well with these situations. So 
Let's say you're supposed to be going to the gym. You're supposed to be starting a new workout routine, but you have no idea what workout you should be doing. You don't know which exercises you need to do or how long for. Are you really going to feel motivated to get in that gym and start exercising? Probably not. So likewise, if your team just doesn't get what they need to do with, let's say, quadratic equations, or they don't know what a feature article really looks like, what it includes and what it doesn't, then are they going to feel motivated to dive in? Probably not. And are they going to feel confident and capable and energized? No, they're going to feel out of their depth, maybe even feel a little bit stupid or like an outsider if it looks like everyone else knows exactly what they're supposed to be doing. And notice I say looks like. It's unlikely the case that every single other student does know what's going on, but I know that's what it can feel like or look like to your team sometimes in those situations. So the second root cause is that they might know what they need to do, but they don't know how to do it. So back at that gym, let's say you know exactly what exercises you do need to do. You've got a full workout written out with every exercise, how many of them you've got to do, how long, etc. And so let's say you've got to do three sets of eight reps of deadlifts, but you don't know how to deadlift or you know how, but you don't feel confident that you're doing it right. That is not going to create a whole lot of motivation, right? So in their study, maybe your team knows that you solve quadratic equations by factorizing. So they know what to do. They know they've got to factorize, but they don't really know how to factorize. They have the what, but they aren't clear and confident in the how. Or maybe they know that that feature article needs a headline and a hook and it needs quotes, but they're not sure how to craft a good hook or how to pick the best quotes to use. And as a side note, another side note, <laughs> this is the problem when we ask the question, do you know what you've got to do? Because the answer may well be yes. Like, yes, I've got to solve these eight quadratic equations from the textbook. Or yes, I've got to find five quotes for this feature article. But if your teen doesn't know how to do that, what makes a great quote or which one is the best or how to do that factorizing, if they don't have the exact steps to completing the what then again, they're likely to feel unmotivated. They're not going to feel energized and want to get stuck in to do it. So here's a better question that you can try asking. And this is often what I leave students with as I wrap up any coaching I do with them to check that they really do know what their next exact steps are. So what I ask is, okay, tell me three things that you need to do next. And that way, it isn't just a yes or no answer, and it's going to be clear whether they know what they're doing and how they're going to do it. And just to be clear, as the parent, you don't necessarily need to know what those exact steps are. You're mainly just looking to see if they can even answer that. So knowing the right steps isn't as important as just being on the lookout for that alarm if they don't have any clear steps to tell you. Okay, so the third root cause of a lack of motivation, in my experience, is not believing that the effort it requires will be worth it. So not believing that the effort they put in is going to pay off. 
And this is where their past experience really comes in. If your teen has had situations previously where they have put in a lot of effort only to end up with a disappointing result, then you will be well aware of this. Because if this happens once or twice, then usually, yes, they can pick themselves back up, hopefully also learning what happened, like why they got that disappointing result. And you can go back and listen to episodes episode 35, questions that create success, and episode 13, assessment postmortems for more on that. Because we really want them to be able to build on this next time. But here's the thing. If this continues to happen again and again, they keep getting disappointing results, even though they're putting in effort, can we really blame them if they start to lose motivation? Most of us would lose the motivation to do something that takes up our time and effort, but gives little reward. And this is where things can start to spiral down. So the dents in their confidence get bigger and bigger. And then their goals or expectations for themselves get lower and lower. They start to doubt their ability. And so then they don't even aim for the results that they used to or that they deep down really want because they don't want to risk being disappointed again. And this is when you're going to maybe hear things like, oh, I don't care what I get as long as I just pass. Or I'm not even bothered about the result because it doesn't count towards my final grade. And you might suspect, as I often do, that really that isn't true. But it's their coping mechanism that they've developed in order to not feel that disappointment or to feel that failure, or at least what feels like failure to them, whatever that grade or result might actually be for them. Now, there are well-known mindset strategies like having a strong why, for example. And I do cover this with students, but for many students... They don't know what career they really want. They don't have a tangible reason yet for getting a certain result. And of course, yes, better results can give them more options in the future so they can choose what it is that they want then. And that in itself can be a good why. But here's the thing. Just having a strong why is not a full solution. Because even if they really, really want something and are willing to work hard to get it, If they still aren't clear on exactly what they need to do or how those first two root causes, then success is still going to be difficult. So what I like to do is suss out the root cause and then get to work on solving that. And if it's believing that their effort won't pay off, then we need to start turning that around, having them experience success again, having them gain reward for effort, whether that's having them get their tasks done more smoothly and easily so that effort actually goes down or having them getting better results so the reward goes up or Even better, having both of those things happen, which I can tell you is totally possible, definitely doable. In fact, I have two students in particular in my head right now in relation to this exact thing. In fact, they are both called Josh. (laughs) There was one Josh who told me how he used to feel demotivated because he had all of these tasks to do and never really knew how to tackle them. He was just kind of guessing each time and having that turnaround increased his motivation. And then there was another Josh and his mum saw that he was starting to lose motivation until he got the skills and the training from the 10WGT and started seeing his results go up. And his mum said in an email, the effort is now worth it for the result. It wasn't that he didn't want to work hard. It was just that he wanted to see some reward for it. And I know that this is all easier said than done. And there isn't necessarily 
just one solution for your teen. It's likely a combination of these causes. It may be different for different situations at different times or for different subjects. But I do think that the first step really is figuring out what's really behind that lack of motivation, getting to that root cause, going back to when that decline first started, if this has been going on for a while, or figuring out why in this moment they are feeling demotivated. And from there, identifying some proven and fast reward steps and actions to turn things around. So this is why my goal is to get every student clear on the what and the how in their study, how to achieve certain criteria, how to tackle an assignment, what it really requires so that they can give the best evidence in an essay or report. And of course, that good old phrase that I personally think is overused and barely ever explained, how to actually work smarter, not harder. So if you have a teen who has had a disappointing result and you want to get them back on that positive spiral, then definitely check out the 10-week grade transformation program, the 10WGT, where I train them in knowing what to do for any question, how to dissect any exam question or task or assignment, and then how to respond and have them get for themselves the results they really want and do it all in a smooth and streamlined way. So I hope you have found this helpful, especially if this is an episode that you have been waiting for. I hope you have a brilliant rest of your week. Take care. I'll see you back here next week. If you're ready to have your teen achieve their best possible results with less stress, then I want to invite you to enroll them in the 10-week grade transformation program, where they're going to learn the key concepts, skills, and strategies to catapult their performance in assessments and exams. It's risk-free. They either achieve bigger and better results with a whole lot more confidence in 10 weeks, or we refund you in full. Just head over to www.rocksolidstudy.com forward slash program and I'll see you there.